0: time for the Thursday Free-for-All on Beyond the
1: Airways: the Infinity Project.
2: Good evening, everybody. It is Thursday night here at Beyond the Airways: the Infinity Project, or as I call it, Friday Eve. That's right. The weekend is almost upon us at last. Anyway, it's Thursday, which means it's time for the Thursday Free-for-All. We're going to have stories that will make you laugh, think, cry, get upset, fire off a rent rocket, or six. And for the first time, we may actually be firing a Supernova and an extreme tonight.
3: Trust oh, us, Oh, yes.
2: We know. hmm Anyway, I'm your host for tonight. I am Oddball Extreme. I'm currently joined in the line by two of my crazy cohorts. First, we have Red Ranger Tim. Good evening to you, sir. Good evening, my dear. We also have our AC Magician on the line. Good evening to you, my dear. Hello, everybody. How does it? And we also have Ashley and Sajo in the chat room. Hey Hi, guys, Sajo. what's up? And Isan will Ashley.
4: probably
2: join us later. Isan will join in later on. All right. So anyway, let's get started. And I should tell you, this is the last free for all of the year. Okay, because next Thursday will be our last show of the year as well. Period. Um, because that, that that time I'll do the review of the first three Crisis on Infinite Earth episodes, and all Naughty Madlips for the rest of the night, 90 minutes.
3: Yatta! Yay!
2: Yatta! Mm-hmm. Yatta! Expect lots and
1: and lots of naughties.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Because let's face it, last show of the year and last show of the year next Thursday, we're gonna go all out. We are gonna go oh, all yeah. out. Mhm. I'm looking forward to that. And I will tell you this right now. I am working I found I'll put it this way, I I downloaded this thing called Ghost Hack. It's a it's a um it's a it's a set of musical of license free music from, I think it's Germany. And I got a freebie today. It's 50 samples of horror. I was listening to some of It's like, I think I just got the Secrets of the Unknown theme for 2020.
3: Oh, are you going oh, yeah. to yeah, let it I, have yeah, a review? Are you going to let it have uh, uh, first, a peak review? Yeah, I will. I just have to build them first. I just have to build it first. View?
2: Yeah, I just have to build it first. So. That's no problem. All right. Well, guess what? I think it's time. We have a story. We have a story that uh, Tim posted. I think it was yet last night. And mm-hmm. um, it was at. And well, let's put it this way. This is the first time we're gonna fire a a two different rant rockets. So I'm gonna start with the supernova rant rocket first. So start taking You're cover, please. Breath. aren't done yet guess what here comes the extreme ram rocket now you better take over for real
1: Better rent rockets. All right. Hello, say something, please, Shirley Jan. Hello. Yeah, I. Uh, I, I think uh, Direct Connect dropped you guys. So, with that said,
3: welcome back, back.
5: Dan.
3: Sorry about that. We
1: We are waiting for the Oddball Extreme to make her return to the air. I was almost positive Direct Connect got both of you.
3: I'm here. Direct Connect didn't get me.
1: Well, it looks like it did get Shirley.
3: I know it did. She's going to get her cell phone. Yeah. My mom is supposed to be in a fucking pill.
1: Oh, my. So, I'm going to go ahead and start this while we're waiting for... For sure, to return right. back, return back, we have fired the rant right. So this became a thing yesterday, and that is the revelation that the Trump administration has finalized the first of three rules to make changes to the SNAP or Supplemental Nutritional <laughs> Assistance Program or food stamps uh, program. That will cause nearly 700,000 Americans to lose their food stamps, as in drop from whatever they currently get to zero. Here's what's going on. This is an article dated yesterday. Uh, The Trump administration, welcome back. The Trump administration Wednesday formalized work requirements for recipients of food stamps, a move that will cause hundreds of thousands of people to lose access to the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or SNAP. And before I continue past this program, let me just say there has been work requirements for quite some time now. This is nothing new up to this point. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue and Brandon Lips, the Deputy Undersecretary for the USDA's Food, Nutrition, and Consumer Services, spent about 18 minutes on a call with reporters, outlining the changes to the rule that will take effect April 1st. We're taking action to reform our SNAP program in order to restore the dignity of work to a sizable segment of our population and be respectful of the taxpayers who fund the program, Perdue said. Americans are generous people who believe it is their responsibility to help their fellow citizens when they encounter a difficult stretch. That's the commitment behind SNAP. But, like other welfare programs, it was never intended to be a way of life. Let me interrupt myself again the point nobody that I know wants to be on food stamps at all, let alone a way of life. The people that do that are well into the minority continuing. The USDA rule change affects people between the ages of 18 and 49 who are childless and not disabled. Under current rules, this group is required to work at least 20 hours a week for more than three months over a 36-month period to qualify for food stamps, but states have been able to create waivers for areas that face high unemployment. The new rule would limit states from waiving those standards, instead restricting their use to those areas that have a 6% unemployment rate or higher. The national unemployment rate in October was 3.6%. During the call Wednesday, the USDA said that about 688,000 people would lose access to food stamps. That's down from its earlier estimate that 750,000 people would be affected. The USDA said that this was an extension of President Donald Trump's April 2018 executive order called Reducing Poverty in America by by Promoting Opportunity and Economic Mobility that aimed to create more work programs and limit public assistance. This work requirement rule would save the government 5.5 billion dollars, a billion with a B, over five years, the USDA said. The agency said that it found 2.9 million adults on the SNAP rolls were able-bodied and did not have dependents, and it said 2.1 million were not working. Senator Debbie Stabenow, a Democrat from Michigan. The uh, ranking member of the Senate Committee on Agriculture, Nutrition, and Forestry said this rule would do little to help anyone find work. All the rule change does is strip people from accessing the benefits, she said. This administration is out of touch with families who are struggling to make ends meet by working seasonal jobs or part-time jobs with unreliable hours, they now said. Seasonal holiday workers, workers in northern Michigan's tourism industry, and workers with unreliable hours like waiters and waitresses are the kinds of workers hurt by this proposal. The senator also noted that an attempt to add work requirements to SNAP had failed in Congress when they had considered the farm bill last year. The House rejected it in a bipartisan vote of 330 to 83, and the Senate voted down a similar amendment, 68 to 30. There's a reason Republicans and Democrats overwhelmingly rejected this callous proposal in the Farm Bill and instead focused on bipartisan job training opportunities that actually help families find good-paying jobs, she says. Hunger advocates have repeatedly emphasized that SNAP is intended to address hunger and not compel people to work. Many also noted that those affected are impoverished, tend to live in rural areas, often face mental health issues and disabilities. Black and Hispanic households, women, and LGBTQ people would be disproportionately affected by the change. The policy targets very poor people struggling to work, some of whom are homeless or living with health conditions, said Stacey Dean, the Food Assistance Policy Vice President at the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities. Taking away basic food assistance from these individuals will only increase hardship and hunger while doing nothing to help them find steady full-time work. The original waivers tended to help severely economically disadvantaged people. A Mathematica uh, policy research and the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation study from earlier this year concluded 97% of the SNAP participants who would be affected by this change live in poverty and 88% have household incomes at or below 50% of the poverty level or less than $600 a month, a much larger portion than the overall average, the study said. Now, before I continue with the article from there, it includes a map of the United States, all 50 states, and it's divided up between the number of recipients per state that are in danger of losing snap benefits. I find this map to be very interesting,
3: to say the least. Where does Arizona stand?
1: Arizona stands toward the lower part of the middle.
3: Lower part of the middle. Is that good or bad?
1: Well, there's six six different categories. Mm -hmm. There are the states with over 90,000 people that would lose it: some 60 to 90,000, some 30 to 60,000, some 1 to 30,000, less than bless you. less than less less than 500, and none. Those are the six categories. Arizona falls into the 1 to 30,000. Okay. Alabama, none. You're all safe. Mm-hmm. Dogs. Mm-hmm. Illinois, over ninety thousand, which would include me. But mm-hmm. what I find in, but what I find interesting about this map, more than anything else, is if you're at all familiar with the 2016 presidential election. As well as roughly who voted for who. Take a good look at that map. Look where all the states mm-hmm. are that are over 90,000.
5: There's
1: mm-hmm. about six of them, six of them. California, yeah. Illinois, Michigan, Tennessee, Georgia, and New York. But three, there's three of them were all Democrats, and I believe the other three were Republican. But of all Mm -hmm. the states there, more of them that are going to lose voted Democrat, not Republican. I don't see any coincidence here. Looking over the map, I think this was extremely politically motivated by Donald Trump. And it's not hard to see why. New York, Illinois, and California were all for Clinton, Hillary Clinton. Georgia and I believe Tennessee were both Trump. Michigan went Trump in the end, but it was a borderline until literally the last minute. In fact, I'm not even sure they ever finalized it because Clinton couldn't have won by that point anyway. Can you see, just from looking at that map, how easily this can be construed to be politically motivated?
4: Mm Not quite yet. This is-
1: then, okay, let's look at the next the the next next one's down. Washington, Oregon, Kentucky, Pennsylvania. I can't see the northeast corner very
4: well. Unfortunately that's I'm not great. wearing glasses. That's okay, I am. Uh Massachusetts. Uh, that's Long Island, New York, never mind. <laughs> let's see. Yeah, that's um, Long Island. Mhm. But basically
1: we know that most of the states out west especially the three on the west coast. I think the, the three on the west coast, I think all went for Clinton New York loves Hillary Clinton hates Trump big time Illinois is a staunchly blue state although Michigan voted for Trump, I believe they went Trump if they even determined it at all historically I believe at least in recent years it's been a blue state The the democratic areas of the country are getting hit the worst by this. And I don't believe that to be a coincidence. Mm -hmm. Continuing with the article. This is the first of three rule changes aimed to augment the SNAP program proposed by the Trump administration. The two others would reform the way 40 states automatically enroll families into SNAP when they receive other forms of federal aid and cap deductions made for housing and utility costs, which are considered when a person applies for food stamps. Those rules have concluded their public comment period. Lips did not say Wednesday when he believed they would be implemented. A study by the Urban Institute released this week examined the three rules in combination for the first time and found that 3.7 million fewer people would receive SNAP in an average month. 2.2 million households would see their average monthly benefits drop by $127. More than 3 million others would see an average drop of 37 per month, and 982,000 students would lose access to free or reduced lunches. What we found is that overall, the three proposed changes would reduce the number of households participating in SNAP by about 11% if this was implemented in 2018. Laura Wheaton, a senior fellow at the Urban Institute who conducted the study previously told NBC News. It's about a 9.4% reduction in the number of people participating and about an 8% reduction in overall benefits. Hmm. End of article.
3: Yeah. Well, you wanna know something? Most people only get, I think I read somewhere, some people only get $200 in food stamps. It's got to last them a month.
1: That's right. The maximum amount is one hundred is $192. So, yeah, it is approximately $200. And granted, there are people that probably gain the system. There are people that are always going to do that, no matter what the system is.
3: Yeah, but the fact of the
1: matter is that most of the people who qualify for food stamps are already working.
3: Yeah, my mom. My mom was one of the lucky ones. She had a job. She worked as a waitress, and she was raising two kids, and she didn't get on the dole. She did not get on the dole. She refused to get food stamps. And you know what infuriated her the most is she's getting her um, 70% lean hamburger to make it stretch for three days to feed us, my brother and I, Mm -hmm.
5: and
3: And the person in front of her is buying filet mignons Mm -hmm. on food stamps.
1: And frankly, I see two things with that, with what Jan's saying. On one hand, I can see the argument that they're trying to make. This is, this is some fancy, expensive meat. Probably should not be included because it's, you know, top of the line type stuff.
3: And I, I got a question. Another one. What is this going to do to the people who lo- rely on – we have a food bank here, St. Mary's Food Bank. Will that affect the people that rely on the food banks to get their food from?
1: It's going to make it harder for the food banks to take care of people because now there are going to be that many more people. And the second problem that I have with this is, in all honesty, you ask me, people are making too big of a deal out of the filet mignon and lobsters and whatever, because mm-hmm. you know, while I agree that that's kind of you know top of the line stuff that should be excluded, if they want to blow their entire Allotment in one month on lobster let up because yeah. then they'll have nothing left for the rest of the month.
3: Right. right. Let that my be mom, their problem, not the government's problem. My mom could squeeze the nickel, the buffalo out of a nickel when she was single mom. You know.
5: mm mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm. It's gonna really screw up things really screw up things for the people that honestly need the food stamps. And then then there there, there, there are people. That was for Trump, not you, Tim. I was going to say, I didn't do that. Uh, Then there (laughs) are people,
1: you know, like the elderly, the disabled, Uh people that literally cannot work, whether they want to or whether they don't, They, they can't. Then you have people like me who want to work, but for one reason or another, can't. Right now, with the pain in my legs, the stiffness in my knee, good luck getting me to be able to stand somewhere for eight hours a day, five days a week. Good luck with that. I want to do that. My skill set is for that. But I can't do that. If I want, if I am to get a job anywhere, it probably would have to be literally a sit down, get wait, uh, sit down job, like in an office setting. And quite frankly, Mm -hmm. considering my injuries and everything, more sitting down is the last thing I should be doing. Mm Mhm. But if I cannot physically get up and walk around without pain in my legs or being a A risk of a fall Does that mean then That I don't deserve to eat Because that's the message Trump is sending people You don't want to go out And work 20 hours a week You don't deserve to eat Number one I believe every human being Has a God given
3: right to food And nourishment Even You you know what Without the proper nourishment Without the proper nourishment, people cannot concentrate on work. Mm-hmm. Or school, or school as appropriate. And on All top right. of that, I'm not
1: advocating people be given enough money to, to have their fill of lobster or filet mignon every month. Even if it's enough to, to get just, you know, maybe a, a couple loaves of bread, a jar of peanut butter, a jar of jelly, maybe a couple salads, you know, just some, some of the cheap but nutritional stuff,
3: right? You know, mm-hmm. you know,
1: people have a God-given right to eat. It might not be what they want. It might not be the greatest thing in the world. But people have a God-given right to eat. Prince does not get to play judge, jury, and executioner. And for for him, people like him and Purdue and. Even former Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker, who tried to limit what people can buy with SNAP, bear in mind, your biggest weapon against the abusers is to limit them. Don't limit what they can buy. Limit them in the amount. If they want to go spend, let's say, 200 bucks and get several things of lobster or filet mignon or whatever, guess what, buddy? That better last the entire month or you're going hungry. We're not giving you any more. And all this talk about tax pay you know, relief for taxpayers and whatnot, I don't know of a single person in this world who wouldn't put money out to help a fellow human being who's trying to bust their ass to work and take care of themselves and get five months a month until they can
3: take over for themselves.
5: But even
3: yeah. I even working from home, you know? Mm-hmm. How about working from home?
1: And then what about all the jobs that want that insist on having a college degree but there's only a limited number number of them available? Oh, the unemployment rate's not six percent, but there's still no jobs to be had. Guess what? You don't get to eat. Mm-hmm. This is an extremely bad situation the administration is putting in to save a few bucks that's ultimately going to go into their pockets.
3: Tell me about it.
1: It was already bad enough stripping away things like Meals on Wheels and all this other stuff. This just takes that idiocy to a whole new level.
3: Tell me about it, mister.
1: And then as the article brought up, you know, it does not address the fact that the goal is to get people to go to work. Okay, so I'm not working. I get, I have to lose my food stamps per the rule. How exactly does that situation make me want to go look for a job? I'm not going to be looking for a job. I'm going to be looking for food to put in my stomach. You're not. In short, you're not addressing the problem. You're making the problem mm-hmm. worse for your own
3: benefit. Mm-hmm. Because all the That's money the that gets saved will line Mr. Trump's pocket.
1: Or one mm-hmm. of his many rich friends.
3: Really? Ah. All right. Next.
4: All right. Let's see what we got. Uh, let's see. We actually talked about that uh, woman with the package already. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, trying to find something here. I know there's some others. Okay, uh, I shouldn't posted this one. <laughs> this one's gonna make you laugh. Tiger walks 807 miles in search of sex.
3: <laughs> what walked 807 miles? A tiger. A tiger. Oh yeah. Can you imagine being a person driving down the road and seeing that tiger?
4: (laughs) Yeah, well, let me put it this way. Um, I need to tell you this, Janet. I had to get off the direct connect because I think it dumped me.
3: Okay. Well, I can hear you fine. Direct connect's still favoring me.
4: Okay. Good. All right. So, anyway, um, let me get the link in there before I forget to put the link in there in the first place. (laughs) Okay, let's see. Let's go over here. And Ice Shine is in the chat room.
3: Hi, I Shine.
4: Ouch.
3: Excuse me. Hey, that tiger must have been looking for love in all the wrong places. Yep. (laughs) All right, so
4: anyway, what's going on here? This is out of India. Alright, so, to paraphrase the proclaimers, this tiger walked 403.5 miles, then walked 403.5 more, just to be the big cat who walked 807 miles to fall down on his mate's door. (laughs) Alright, so, meet C1, a -a two-and-a-half-year-old male tiger who's fresh off undertaking the longest walk ever recorded in India, traveling 807 miles, or 1,300 kilometers, in just five months. After leaving its home in a wildlife sanctuary in the western state of... Maharashtra this, in June this year fitted with a radio collar the tiger roamed across two Indian states leaving looking for prey, territory or a mate despite crossing farms, highway and water C1 only came into contact with humans once the tiger accidentally injured a part of a group exploring the area where the animal was resting according to the BBC in his travels the tiger has moved in a linear manner over the five months C1 prowled through Maharashtra and the neighboring state, Telangana. Just recently, he was spotted in another wildlife sanctuary in Maharashtra. Maharashtra. One of the GPS satellite tracking has been recorded in more than 5,000 locations in the past nine months. Dr. Bilal Habib, a senior biologist with the Wildlife Institute of India, told the BBC, The tiger is possibly looking for territory, food, and a mate. Once the potential tiger areas in India are full, and new tigers have to explore more, People don't even know that this tiger is traveling in the backyard. To stay safe, the tiger has been mostly hiding during the day and hunting at night, killing wild pigs and cattle for food. However, C1 may not be on our radar soon. due to extensive traveling, his radio caller's battery has been drained by 80%. I doubt he has a portable power bank on him. <laughs> While there's only the than one incident, otherwise no serious conflict with humans, wildlife officials suspect that we need to capture the animal and relocated to a nearby forest to avoid any untoward accidents. Unlike the doom and gloom of animal populations recently, tiger numbers have actually increased across India. However, their habitat is shrinking and there isn't always a sufficient amount of prey, according to experts. For a tiger to thrive in the wild, they require a breeding prey population of 500 animals in its territory to ensure a food bank. It's believed C1 was looking for clinical grub in his travels as well as a mate.
3: See Okay. Looking for love in all the wrong places.
4: Yep, exactly. Oh,
3: my. (coughs) I forget who does the song. It's a country song I hear. Ever so often on my mom's country western station. Well, at least that tiger's not a a lemming.
4: Looks like it's Let's see, there's Johnny Lee and, yeah, Johnny Lee and Kenny Rogers, I think. So, yeah. Let's see. All right, now here's this is a sad story that happened on Thanksgiving night. Uh, a Richmond, Virginia fire lieutenant shielded her five-year-old son from gunfire. Unfortunately, she
3: died. Well, you know what? You shouldn't have been messing around with the gun in the house with a child around.
4: Um, actually, that's not what happened.
3: What happened?
4: Uh, let's just say they got caught in crossfire. It wasn't a it wasn't a gun inside the of anyone's house. Gang war. Mhm. Let's see. And we have someone named Terry. D- we have Terry Ditties in the in the um chat room. Hello,
3: Carrie. Hi, Carrie. Welcome to the group. Make yourself at home.
4: All right. So anyway, I already put the chat in there. So here's what happened. And this is out of Richmond, Virginia. The family of Richard I'm oh, going try again. The family of Richmond fire lieutenant killed by gunfire Thanksgiving night let about their incredible loss Tuesday morning at the Richmond Fire Department headquarters. Lieutenant Ashley Berry's father, Waverly Berry, was surrounded by members of the Richmond Fire Department, as he revealed that his daughter shielded her 5-year-old son from the bullet. Lieutenant oh, Barry oh. and her son were standing... Okay, here it is. Lieutenant Berry and her son were standing on Sunnyside Avenue in Hopewell after celebrating Thanksgiving when she was shot and killed. Waverly Berry said Lieutenant Berry, a mother of three protected her young son from a hail of gunfire that was senselessly fired at them, pushing him to the ground to shield him. Senna Berry's father recounted the painful moments in the emergency room that night when his grandson turned to him and said, The bad people shot mommy. Waverly Berry said his grandson tried to get his mother to look at him, but she didn't move. He ran into his grandmother's arms. I told my grandson, Your mother's last act of love was to push you down, said Waverly Berry. That that was a reason to save you. It could have been two people shot. Lieutenant Berry's family said their pain is enough to last a lifetime. Lieutenant Berry was an eight year veteran of the Richmond Fire Department and recently promoted to the Fire Marshal's Office. The family says she was also the co founder of the women's support group, the Ladies of Diversity, and a member of Inspirational Choir. Richmond Fire Chief Melvin Carter called Lieutenant Berry a true hero and public servant, describing how she crawled into burning homes to save the lives of others. Ashley Berry was a true hero of our fire department, said Chief Carter. She was a public safety hero, a public safety servant. as she called into burning homes to save and rescue others, others' lives. She led people into burning homes to save and rescue other people's lives. So today we ask the community for their support and help bring to justice those responsible for taking one of our family members' lives. We, still, we are still going to stay strong. We're still going to keep the faith in God and keep the faith in each other, said Waverly Berry. Our prayers is that all the children will continue to grow and do good and become good citizens wherever they live. Ooh. The Bureau of Alcohol. (laughs) Mm. The Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives is offering. mm, mm, Hey. Okay. The Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives is offering a $5,000 reward for information that leads to the arrest of the person or persons responsible for the killing of Lieutenant Barry. The Lieutenant Barry's family and Chief Carter with the community to come forward with any information as Hopewell Detectives continue to try to find the killer. Anyone with any kind of information is asked to call Hopewell Crime Solvers at a certain number, I'm not going to say, or use the P3 Tips app. I know they really have something like that. That's pretty cool. Both are anonymous. Several uh, services are planned to honor Barry. A vigil was held today at Huguenot High School from 530 to 7. A public viewing will be tomorrow at Noon Shuler Home on Hill Street. Then on Saturday, a celebration of the life ceremony will be held at noon at Second Baptist Church on Broad Rock Boulevard. Uh, in lieu of flowers, the family is requesting all donations to be made to the Richmond Fire Department Foundation Memorial account in Lieutenant Barry's honor. Uh, donations will be accepted at either Richmond Fire Police Credit Union locations uh, or 200 West Gray Street, Richmond, Virginia. Uh, please designate all donations as Attention Lieutenant Ashley Nicole Berry. So she, so this wasn't a, this wasn't a case of having a gun in the home. She, did, she and her son got caught in a crossfire, and she died protecting her son.
3: I just hope they nailed the bastards that killed her.
4: Mm-hmm. Doorbell. <laughs>
1: no, it's my com- my is not wanting to do something it's been instructed to do.
3: Ah.
4: I got gotcha. you. Yep, whenever there's trouble. Oh, yeah, I know what that is.
1: Yeah, it's called close the program and restart it.
4: Mm. Yeah, but if the computer's telling you, I'll do whatever I want, so deal with it. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Because trust me, because computers are great and all, but let's see. Oh my gosh, we got a bunch of people in here. Um uh, Okay. Um uh, we have just Cole, go half hour, Mad Mark. Okay, uh something was asking about is this chauffeur paraplegics? Uh, actually not quite.
3: <laughs> okay. But you are welcome to listen in, sir. But, Ma'am. Yeah. Mhm. And well, we got two other people here. Let me see if I
4: can get them here. If I can get this to work. Good evening.
0: Good evening. Thank you for taking my call.
4: You're welcome.
0: So I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about um about uh Biden and uh and Trump. I'm not going to say who I'm supporting. I kind of want a little insight, and I kind of – I've listened to the show before, so I kind of know who you're leaning towards. But if it was between Biden and Trump in 2020, obviously I know who you'd go for, but who do you think would actually win that one?
4: Well, I'll put it this way. If it's somebody other than Trump, I'd be happy.
5: (laughs) Oh,
0: God. <laughs> even even if it was uh let's say um uh i'm sorry what's oh, Jesus why well, i'm having a brain fart. i'm so sorry um hello. sanders sanders hello oh here's I here's here's, here's the real question here's hello. the real question who do you
6: hello oh
4: hi hello, hi.
6: hello. i have a question hi. about paraplegic okay I'm disabled from the waist down. I can only move above my third vertebrae. I have Mm -hmm. to have somebody, I have a personal health attendant who has to put a gloved hand and finger up my rectum and remove my feces manually. And this must be done twice per day. Do you have anyone who would be willing to assist in this? And I'm calling from um, I'm calling from uh, Titusville, Florida. Are you gentlemen in um, Florida?
4: Well, I unfortunately we don't know anybody that would help. Um What what is, is this gentleman's
0: what is this gentleman's Mitchell, name? I I feel Mitchell, like I know I've heard of him before.
6: Hello. Voice. Okay. My name is Eugene. Eugene. I'm, okay, Eugene. Well, I mean, I'm in Titusville, Florida.
0: I I live okay. in Florida. I I kind of I'm kind of
6: close. Um. I'm over here I on the how, east coast. Titusville.
0: Are you saying I'm I'm a CNA? And uh, are you saying I would have to physically it's, dig the
6: Yes. Due to my paralysis, my bowels no longer function. However, I still consume food, and it is digested. However, once it gets into my lower colon, my uh, lower intestine, it just got nowhere to go. And so it so would have to... has to be retrieved.
0: Okay, so I would have to dig out the turd biscuits.
6: Uh, I would prefer you not use that terminology. As a person with some nursing experience, I reckon you would know that you would use the word feces or bowel contents, or um, certainly not curd nuggets or whatever you said. Could the gentleman please put down the video games? I'm asking a serious I, question I here, and he's playing the Doom and the uh, and the. Uh, uh, I forget the name of the game that is. It's probably not Doom. That's kind of an old game. It could I be
0: for, I do apologize for calling them turd biscuits. I, I'm, I just want to know. Uh, like I said, I am a CNA and I've been working with seniors for quite some time. I know that you don't sound like a senior, but if I'm having to dig out the feces out of your rectum. You need to know exactly. Well, how, how deep is this gonna go? Do I have to go knuckle deep? Because typically with the seniors, I don't have to go too deep. I just stick two fingers in.
6: I expand. I expand my um, finger. It's up to you, pretty much, how much you want to go in there. Uh, generally, the deeper you can go, the fewer number of times you'll need to insert and withdraw. If you only go in an inch or two You're only going to pull out a small amount Of uh, impacted uh, fecal matter At a time So if you want to go in Maybe six to eight inches And then pull it out That means you get more out of it in, in one handful
0: I have had uh, I have to admit I've had issues Where in the past I, I don't know how to say this But the the glove ripped And I had feces stuck under my fingernail <laughs>
6: That is a uh a hazard of the job. Is the host of the show there? Is somebody panting in the background? I think no. someone's breathing into the microphone. No, sir, I so don't think video, I, I think she's at least the video seems to stop though. You
0: no, know, I think she's listening attentively. She's being very respectful and, and and respecting the fact that you are suffering from this
6: disability and She's been a good host so far, and I admire how she's been quiet in the background. There's the noise again, however. I believe it's a game of Mario Kart, or it could be be the Fortnites. The kids today play the Fortnites and the Mario Kart. Nope. Uh, Well, it
0: could be, you know, this might be, uh, is Sajo on the line? I know he was on the, uh,
4: he was on the, yeah.
0: Oh okay. He was he was on on the chat and he was saying I don't know if you know this but he sent me a message just a little bit ago cuz it's it's interesting that on the chat itself he says, you know, he's anti-Trump, but then he mm-hmm. just sent me a, mag, a maga or a maga whatever that trash is um on a personal message and I don't think that's funny. Um anybody that's supporting Trump at this time, you know, <laughs> should be deported.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm
0: anyways um sir if i will I will send you a personal message, and I would be more than happy to extract the feces from your rectum um if if needed, and you know for the right price and uh you, you know, i mean if that's something you're interested
6: in, well, an ideal situation is it'd be somebody who someone who worked on a voluntary basis. There are people who get a bit of a sexual gratification out of this, and they are more than willing to work at next to nothing. Uh, You're saying there's no so – I'm have not going to be
0: – well, I mean I can't well, come see, while digging it out of your asshole. I can yeah, come well,
6: if I'm digging me, it out of your bubble. Yeah, okay, yeah, well. That could be a form of payment.
0: Okay, could
6: be a some people view it as a form of payment.
0: Yeah, if you tickle my balls while I'm digging the shit out of you out of your asshole oh, okay, you can definitely do it that way well, i mean i'm I'm okay with that I'm, I'm literally c- cu- i'm I'm coming right now as we speak, so you have to excuse me, uh, you have to excuse oh, me me'cause okay. oh,
6: oh, oh, well oh, this is not oh, what God. I intended oh. is the gentleman with the video game still there? Do
0: something! Okay, Uh-oh. I, I think gentleman? we just got Oh, help. my
5: God, I'm coming, I'm
0: coming. Oh, oh come oh, on I'm, in. I want to dig the shit out of your ass. Oh! 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 Oh, oh, oh shit. Are you shooting ropes, oh. Okay. oh, I'm shooting ropes. I'm blowing my load all over the place. Oh, shit. Oh, no, oh, my, my, my cats here. Oh, okay. oh I'm on the fur. I, think it's I came, all, to over my, I end I came all over
6: my cat. Is he playing I blew my load out? all...
0: Yeah, he's playing <laughs> Fortnite. Come <laughs> I what came car, all yeah. over my cat right now. I can't help it. But let's talk, talk about ahead. the turd biscuits that we're gonna dig out of your asshole. Uh, so there's no payment, oh, but I can I will come. Oh God, I'm gonna blow my load all over the place. Damn! No.
7: Shut up. your own elsewhere,
5: you
3: bastard. Hey, oh, who knows? Sorry about still that. Here?
7: No,
4: I hung. I I just closed the book on all of them.
1: I think the two of them were in on this together,
4: honestly. Oh, God. I mean, you could,
1: te- you could tell.
4: you, yeah, you
3: know,
4: has right yeah. got her so sabotaged.
3: Now, where <sighs> were we before we were so rudely interrupted?
4: That's a good question.
7: I don't know. I wasn't here, but I... Okay, Mr. Sparkles, Okay, I'm looking at the yeah, show.
4: So. Yeah, where did all these people come from? I'd like no. to know.
5: What
7: are you, Adam? Sajo, I see you in there. You're cool. Eyeshine shine, fan. You're cool.
4: Yeah. Uh, Ashley, Eyeshine, shine, and Sajo are the only ones I know. It's like all yeah. these people oh, come boy. out of the blue.
7: Guys, like this I want, want you all to in, be
6: quiet for a little bit Okay Did
3: you hear what I said? Shirley, did you We're hear what right. I said to
4: Yeah mm-hmm.
7: I want to ask You two new people that just popped in Are actually now one The 978 number why do you think it's fun to come on to my show and fuck up shit?
6: Uh, this is the first time I've ever been on your show. I just called oh, in. Shit. I got hung up on. I well, was calling there's in. To do been, it, you
5: know.
7: some, there's been some people met on my show that have been messing with our, uh, our hosts and everything. And I'm I'm the owner of the show. I'm the person who uh, I, I'm the person who owns the show. So anyone who has a problem with the way this show is ran could come to me and fucking bitch. And I'm gonna tell you straight up how we run our show is is the way I like it. Because guess what? And no, I'm not attacking you, Mr. 978, okay? I'm just speaking in general, okay? Anyone who wants to fuck with my show and fuck with it in a negative way like these people did could go to hell for all I care, okay? I have chosen my team that I have very wisely because these people have stood by me through a lot of shit and these people know the kind of person I am and the per- kind of shit I'll tolerate. Would you agree with me, you guys?
3: I agree. you have been our backup absolutely. from day one. you have been our backup okay. from day one. We, uh, uh, we,
6: uh, you're kind of you're you're shaming that guy for, you know, what he likes sexually, you know what I mean? I don't right. think it's right to hey. shame him for that.
3: There is I a mean, time and a place for stuff like that, mister. There's a time and a place.
2: Yeah. Stuff like that. yeah.
3: I'm just not this,
7: here. This is not it.
3: This is not I it. I honestly it.
7: don't give a shit if he likes to jizz on a fucking condom or what. I don't care. But this isn't something that you fucking throw onto a random radio show where you don't know shit about anything about the show. We are, a lot of us have our own issues we deal with in this show, and a lot of us have fun with those issues, you know, but that doesn't mean that we are any less intelligent because we have, well, mental health issues or anything like that, you know. What I am sick and tired of is this is now the sixth or seventh time I've been told that this kind of shit is happening. I'm now in, in, in here. Me and my wife are both here for this one. And I'm sick and fucking tired of it. People, I'm putting down an edict right now. If anyone calls to interrupt the show in a negative way, hang up on them. That's it. Okay? Uh, 978, you seem pretty decent all so far, so I'll give you a chance. Thank you. Okay, but I'm just saying in general because I'm sick and fucking tired of people fucking around with my show. And I may not be on it all the fucking time, but guess what? I hear everything that goes on. I do listen to every fucking show. Okay? It's my show. Terry? Terry, I'm, I'm a prolific swearer. So I'm sorry if you think that me cussing up a storm is bad, but I, this is how I express myself. And it is my baby. It is what I care about, okay. And oh, people. So
6: would do, do, do your sponsors would probably not like to have callers that you know do that type of thing. Is that You know, is that kind of what it boils down to, or? And it's
7: just a, a personal what, preference with you that that type of thing. We have discuss. sponsors per se. Who we have are myself, my wife, and the others on this show. If you and I and Terry, I see you in there stitching on the facts I swear. I'm gonna put it into perspective for you. Hold up Time out. Pause right there. Terry shut the fuck up, you little bastard. Guess what? I got you taken care of. Fuck off.
6: Does Terry Who know you personally or
7: something? You, No one, but no one in my fucking show disrespects my fucking wife. Nobody. What are you talking and
4: or I anybody. Or anybody, period, like that.
7: I will fucking ban do you that? straight up Okay, he said his wife is a fat bitch, your wife is a fat whore, fuck you, fuck you and your bitch whore wife.
6: Mm-hmm. Oh, does he know you and your wife personally?
7: No. No, and I hate when people call me a bitch, I'm not talking to like that. So I'm just going to put it like this. My wife is...
4: I'm right here, and these guys are doing this. And he did that and I'm, just, I'm
7: Terry McGillicuddy don't say anything about heterosexual breeders We love I love my wife.
3: who where are those assholes? Any other sexual orientation. We don't have
7: We don't have a problem with people of uh, anyone's other sexual orientation in this show. Or discussing how heterosex is so gross. And yes, I am reading this from the fucking chat. Okay? People. Um, turd, you have a wife and you think get...
6: heterosexual sex is gross. You have a wife and you think het- How does that work?
7: That's what this guy is saying. I I'm just fucking sick of it. I'm sick of Who's fucking people. Who's the guy people. saying that? His name's Turd
1: McGillicuddy. mm
4: mm-hmm. Mhm. I just saw you know, him yeah, in
1: real life for what? I, oh. I,
4: see, I see him. Mm-hmm.
1: Mhm. <gasps> okay, guys,
7: I'm gonna put yes. it to you this way, and this is a direct um. CEO order here okay anyone who disrespects my wife myself or anyone on this show i don't give a shit who it is if they are on the chat you click their fucking name on the side where the uh where the uh where their name is shown right yeah and you cl- you click on the little gear symbol And it'll say ban by IP Okay Get rid of them
4: I see it Okay
7: Okay I so,
6: sit is that, tired.
7: Is that, that's,
6: that's kind Go of right. like You know banning free speech like, You know isn't it a little bit
1: Free speech it, only implies to being Not being penalized by the government For saying what you want right, In a right private now, environment he, like this they can't say whatever they want. And people who decide to
7: disrespect my wife, it, who is also, I should mention, the second, in, well, second, third in command of the show directly under me. I'll take third this year, Okay, she says she'll take third, so surely you're second. You know that.
5: Okay. But no. Yeah.
7: If Anyone disrespects the third and the first and third in command, okay? I will have rows with that. You disrespect mm-hmm. me. You disrespect my wife. You disrespect any member of my fucking team. You don't deserve to be here.
4: Yeah, and we're running out of time.
7: <laughs> I know. And if we push a little bit over, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that, but this needed to be said, and that is a direct order, okay? If someone disrespects any member of my team, you you guys have the right to outright ban.
6: Okay? What all is Terry saying to you? This guy, why is he, uh, you know getting so close to home like this, you know what I mean, and attacking your wife, and I, you don't even know I mean, you are. I
7: don't, I, I don't care what they say about me, per se. I My wife is the person I married because I love her for the person she is on the inside. Yeah, there are many physical attributes I love about her, but that's beside the point. Okay? And she is one of the nicest people. Mad Mark, you're damn right. She is one of the nicest people you will ever meet. Mm -hmm. Ever. And I'm sick and tired of everyone talking shit about people. Okay? So with that being said, Shirley, do you want to get everything ended up here?
4: Yes, let's wrap this up because was, it is ten. I was, gotta get sleep.
7: Was your wife like a huge whore
4: before you got married, or
7: something? No, and that's a little outside the boundary. In fact, let me be blunt with you. My wife was raised in a very conservative household. So.
6: Oh yeah. So she was she was chased until marriage.
7: Okay. Really, turd McGillis? How you got back in? Got Fun.
4: it. Got it.
6: <laughs>
4: Got him. He's out. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> <Terminally>. guess what? Seriously, it is time to wrap it up.
7: <laughs> yep. Go for it. Oh, your okay. wife
6: fucked niggers and had five abortions. Wow. That's what oh, he's. That's man. what he's saying. It, it, it. And then you. And then you uh, married that. Don't
4: That's believe kind of rough. it. All right. Don't believe it. It's Nothing but garbage. All right. So anyway, let's try to wrap this up. All right. Because we do. Because some of us do have to get to bed. Seriously. Uh, anyway. Um. Please remember to follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. And follow us at our website, beyondtheairways.weebly.com. dot Com. If you ever to an episode, there's three ways to catch up. First, you should Stitcher.com Com app available on iTunes, Google Play, and the Amazon Kindle Store. Second, you can listen to or download full episodes of the show from blogtalkradio.com. And finally, you can find us on iTunes. Just do a search in the podcast. or will be on the airwaves, and you'll find many of our episodes there. So with that in mind, I'm going to say love, peace, and chicken meat. Everybody have a great night. Sleep well. Stay safe. And we'll see you tomorrow for and the that hours guy's not a, not And that guy's, wife that guy's wife That
6: guy's wife fucks niggers in fat. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's
1: mad now.
4: That's all for tonight We'll have a great night And we'll see you tomorrow Night, Jill
5: Jenna